LaCroix boys. LaCroix boys. We're being LaCroix boys right now. We're drinking LaCroix. You want to say something? Oh, sorry. Uh, I was playing more to the uh, the video audience. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm very excited to have a LaCroix. We, we got a package from LaCroix. They heard our song. But they're not sponsoring us. Like, they didn't give us any money. No. So, I no. Don't, why are we even talking about them, honestly? Because... I love LaCroix. I know. I love it, too. I just love a bubbly water. Yeah. We're doing so much beverage spawn con at the beginning of every episode, <laughs> and I think we need to chill with the... It's just the, two episodes. Yeah, but it's it's going to be a new bevy every week with summer coming up, too. Summer's beverage time, if oh you haven't God. heard of it. Man, especially if it gets hot, really hot. Which it will. It's going to be so hot this summer. I know. Every summer is just getting hotter and hotter. Summer in LA is is hell. But for everywhere, I think I think a lot of people think summer is hell. That's a that's a not that's not an unpopular opinion. I know. Where's summer nice? Sound off in the comments. Yeah. Good night, Noah. Wait. Can we talk? Fine. It's, it's the, the bedtime paha. Podcast. Three month check in. It's been three months of 2023. How are we feeling, guys? How are you feeling, Noah? You know, I feel pretty good. I feel good. Yeah, I mean, it has been bad, but, but yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel good. (laughs) That's good. How nice. (laughs) It's been a, a season of, a winter of grief. Yeah, like specifics aside, I just think yeah, season of grief, season of of change. Yeah. I it's the first time really like the punches kept coming, you know, like getting kicked while I was down by life, so to speak. Yeah, I've been in that place where you where you're where one thing goes wrong and then it feels like another thing that goes wrong and then another thing and it's like it all feels very odd. Like sometimes it truly is like sometimes when it rains, it pours isn't a good thing. No, isn't it a bad thing? When it rains, it pours. People usually say that about like someone who's getting a lot of bad news. Really? I feel like you also get it for good news. It goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah. It just was like one thing after the other to like amount to like seven things. But I do think despite it all, has my attitude been pretty positive? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I thought I was being really positive. <laughs> no, I mean, you haven't been, like, so negative, but you've been, you know, grieving. Yeah. There definitely were, like, maybe a couple days I just was in bed, but yeah, I think that's also normal. I'm going to say it. It's normal. Yeah. Do you think it's normal? Um, I think a lot of people, um... Uh, do that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that means it's normal. I think there is like a, a level of weight on humanity right now. Yeah. You know, and I think uh, if you, in- so with that, and then if you invite like a personal, you know, weight, like something going on in your personal life with friends or family or career, like it just really, it- it's hard right now. It's quite possible the world will end in like a hundred years. 
Oh, I think sooner. We've talked about this. If you believe in that, you know, that is kind of a hard thing to handle. And then if you add like all this other stress of like the current time, you know, moment you're in, it's a lot. Sometimes it feels like too much. It's overwhelming. Um, do you have any hopes for the next three months? The next quarter? Um, I'm just trying to like, I think one way to get out of like, uh, a, a series of events that are really bad is just really trying to pay attention to like, what's worth your time to have anxiety for. Like what, what are you, what, um, like being more selective about what you choose to be burdened by. Yeah, that's beautiful. I learned that on mushrooms. That's great. Yeah, I was do I did mushrooms um with my friend, uh Sad Drawings by Jace. Yeah. What's funny is you didn't need to do mushrooms to learn that. I learned that in a book I just read. Mm. But I guess it's easier for you to just do mushrooms. Yeah. And it's easier for me to read a book. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but uh but yeah, I I I, I uh, yeah, we I we were just like coming down on mushrooms and we were talking about it and it that just thought like popped into my head pretty crazy trip we had incredible yeah incredible i kept thinking i was shitting my pants yeah i don't miss drugs for that stuff yeah and i and and uh i actually had to go behind a tree to check and check i was like <laughs> i'm telling you man i've shit myself <laughs> and jace was like dude you're not the kind of guy who shits his pants and i'm like i am I don't think there is a kind of guy who shits his pants. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's not any one guy that, that produces shit. No. A they co- all do. A coworker recently showed me a picture of diarrhea on his butt. <laughs> <laughs> and he asked me if it was okay. He was like, you want to see a picture of when I poop my pants? And I was like, sure. Because I didn't know what, I, I kind of expected, like, maybe he was in white pants and there would be brown on it. I like that you, like, most people would hear that and be like... <laughs> I'm not even going <laughs> to expect anything. The answer is no. Like, I'm not going to consider a version of this being a good outcome. But you were, you gave him so much benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Here. He asked me twice. He was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm telling you, I have a feeling he didn't offer this up. He no, like he did. He said he shit his pants and you were like, do you, do you have no, a picture? No. He said, do you want a picture of a time I shit my pants? And I was like, yeah, sure. Are you sure? Sure. And then he showed me and I screamed. Yeah. And we were at work. Disgusting. Um, it, because it was just like not what I expected. It was poop. I mean, it does on feel the like butt. it feels exactly like what you were expecting. Because no. he, well, he did say, do you want to see a picture of me shitting my pants? But there were no pants. That's what I'm saying. I expected pants. I didn't expect his bare butt with chunky diarrhea. Oh my God. It's so gross. I know. Um, how, how did we get here? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that you're not the type of guy who shits his pants. Oh, so the mushroom trip. So that happened. I kept. I kept. Um, so we got to this um, area in Malibu very early in the morning, and we thought we were alone. But then, in a couple hours, we would realize that we were on a trail, like we were on a hiking trail, like we were in the middle of like a grassy knoll in a hiking trail that was going around us. So like. By 11 p.m., it's like full of people, and people show up and see me and my friend, who's like six foot five, <laughs> just staring up directly into the sun. You mean 11 a.m.? 11 a.m. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I kept seeing my pa- my parents' faces on other people. 
Ugh, I don't miss that. Yeah. It's too stressful. What are you expecting to get from the next three months? Or hoping... Like, what are you hoping for them to be like? I would like them to be calm, and I would like to get less bad news. Yeah. You hear that, God? Less bad news. Wow. You believe in God? Yeah. Sometimes. Wow, can't believe we haven't talked about this. I think we have talked about this. On the pod? No. Well, yeah, obviously we've oh. talked about it. We've okay, well, I thought you meant in, like, the six years we've been together. I mean, we don't talk about God that much, though. Like, I, I imagine that's a big conversation for some couples, right? Yeah, like God freaks, Mormons. There are other religions that care about God than Mormons. No, I know. But, okay, yeah. A lot religious of, people. I'm, yeah, I'm sure other... You think co- religious people are freaks? No. I'm sure other couples talk about God because they're religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas we, our religion is more of a culture. So yes. it's tough. There's not a lot of God talk. Like, it's mostly like, what are we going to eat? Like, the <laughs> the stress past... Actually, here's something that's been stressing me out. Passover dinner has been giving me so much stress. Ugh. Because I offered to cook, and then I had truly a meltdown about it. I was like, I don't have time to do this. I need to rest. You, Sid literally texted me and was like... I feel like I need to be institutionalized. It, it was giving me so much anxiety. <laughs> I was going to pretend to get sick and cancel the dinner. And then I realized I could just be honest with my friend and be like, I'm a little too overwhelmed to cook. And she was like, cool, let's order in. Yeah. I didn't know that that was bothering you so much. It truly <laughs> was. It was new. I was I, excited to cook. I was thinking like, oh, man, it's so hard to cook a meal like that, like all by yourself and it's not hard for me if I'm hosting, but we weren't hosting, and that was giving me anxiety. Yeah, that's tough because then you have to package yeah, it. Yeah, I had to, to pack have it, it up. by a certain time. Like, if you're hosting, you you have all the way up until the people arrive. Yeah, which you know? I was excited about that. And it's fun. I can kind of help you too. Yeah, but so we're. I, I think the new plan is we're going to get canters. Canners. Yeah. Not factors. No, they close at three. Canners is open twenty four seven. Okay. Cool. We could also go to Greenblatt's. Is this interesting for people? <laughs> yeah. I love Jewish deli food, so I'm very excited because I don't eat it a lot because it's so expensive. Did you go to a lot of Jewish delis when you were a kid? Almost every day. You went to a deli every single day? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I think we went every day. <laughs> there is no way you went to a deli every day. Well, no, of course not every day. My parents were yeah. divorced. So yeah. when I was with my mom, we went to OG's Pizza. And then when I was with my dad, we went to Elijah's. What's OG's Pizza? A bar? It's a bar pizza place. It's a brewery. Oh, cool. It's really good. And that's where you would play darts and do homework? Darts, I was at Pitchers. That was when I was younger. Right, right. But once I hit sixth grade, I graduated to OG's Pizza. (laughs) You want to give people a context for this or no? As a child, I didn't do after-school activities very much because I was with my mom going to bars. She'd pick us up from school, and we'd either go to Tutamari um, pictures, and then eventually it became OG's Pizza, <laughs> which was very. F- and my mom is very beautiful, so the owners were always like all over her. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. But also, it might have just been we were there so much. I'm sure they're they- like, we gotta throw these people a bone. These poor kids <laughs> living off OG sticks and wings. <laughs> is that what you would eat every 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 time? When I was at my mom, wings every night. And I was with my dad, Reuben, every night. <laughs> and they want, they'd always be like, you're not looking healthy. 
It's so unfair to feed you that and be like, why are you fat? I know. They would really give me a hard time. Really? Yeah, both of them would. Oh, man. I feel so lucky. My my parents never gave me a hard time about like my body, ever. Well, your parents have like normal relationships with food, I feel like. Kind of. Not, I guess, not anymore. I think when you get older, you just become like a freak. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because like everything upsets your stomach. Yeah, you're like, oh, I can't eat the, I can't eat salt. That's a horrible impression of your mother. It's just, (laughs) I can't eat salt, it makes my eyes bad. That sounded like that worm monster in Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Oh, Mike! Ugh, I love Monsters, Inc. Mike Wazowski! Okay, enough. Is that a good impression? (laughs) It is good. That's why I I was like, I can't hear it again. Should I submit that to SNL? Yeah. Um, we come up with a take on it? Maybe. All right. So, yeah, I would like, I don't know how we, once again we got here, but I would like to not sweat the small stuff. And I'd love to not sweat the big stuff as much, well, but that's harder. You'd love to not have big stuff to sweat. Dear God, I'd love to not have big stuff to sweat. <laughs> Save me, please. I realize my, uh, my like, East Coast, um, whatever, dialect, like, really came out in a writer's room today yeah what happened so i just was like quickly putting down beats that the writers had like come up with during my break and they were like on a walk and i just wanted to get it up for them so they could quickly get into it once they came back and i put down like one of the characters like entering and genuinely asked someone entering a scene and genuinely asking a character um what's their big idea like they have the character's a scientist and he has a big idea so I wrote, what's the big idea? Yeah. And then they came in and they were like, it should be, what's your big breakthrough? And 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 they were like, that sort of sounds like, uh, it's like you come in, you're like, hey, what's the big idea? What's the big idea? <laughs> what's the big idea? Like, if you don't I know the context that. of that, that's how that would probably read. That's very funny. And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, that's very um, funny. But anyways, don't sweat the small stuff. That's good. Yeah, to not sweat the small stuff and for God to not give me such big, I don't want to sweat. Just don't make me sweat. Yeah, I mean, look, like not nothing that's happened to you the last few months is your fault. So, <laughs> great, that's reassuring. Okay, what's next on the docket? The apartment next door. Said like, let's. Uh, I know. Let something. me do it. Sorry, sorry. Up next, the apartment next door. <laughs> now, none of you know what I'm talking about, but let me explain. Can I just say, talk about your intros? Sure. Sid's intros (laughs) have no context. (laughs) But I like that. I like a title. And then I give context. Yeah, I guess you're right. Let me try for the rest of the episode. The apartment next door. Now, you don't know what I'm talking about. But for context, there is a building next to us. That is the most beautiful building I've ever seen. And every time I walk by it, I think I want to live there. It's the best. And recently, yeah, I met someone who lives there, and she told me the unit above her is about to be available. Now, I got to see her unit, and it was the most gorgeous apartment I've ever been in. It was perfect. It's in our price range. It's a little more, but it's the same size. Even though it's one less bedroom, it's still the same square footage. Um, And... For some reason, it's stressing me out. Like, the idea of getting my dream apartment is very stressful to me. So I guess I'm in- immediately sweating something small. 
but <laughs> that's fine. It's my why nature. Is it stress- why is it stressing you out? I think the idea of getting something I want is scary. Because then you have to find something new to want. Yeah, well, then I'm like, jigs up. Like, if you're not happy, like, you were never going to be happy, you stupid bitch. So are you moving to this apartment to be happy? No, I just think I want to live in a beautiful, I've always wanted to live in, like, a beautiful old building, and it has hardwood floors and, like, the beautiful molding, and it looks like a fucking castle. It Um, does look like a castle. Looks like a little castle. There's a cute, um, like, garden area with chairs. It's just very romantic looking. Yeah, it's very pretty. But I like our apartment. Like, if we don't get it, I'm not going to be sad and I'm not going to want to move. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the idea of potentially getting an apartment that I'm obsessed with is very scary. Also, a year-long lease is scary. It does feel scary right now. Yeah, I, I was thinking that. But I'm not really sure where we're going to go. We we dream a lot. We, we're dreamers. We're big dreamers. And that's why it's also scary to get a dream. To get a dream and have it change nothing. To get a dream and have it change nothing. Is the scariest thing in the world. That's like a Broadway song. Yeah. To get a dream. <laughs> it and really have is. Nothing. You need to you need to send that to Lin Manuel Miranda. If that was Lin Manuel Miranda, it would be like I'm going to get a dream. That's a horrible impression. That's nothing like it would sound like. What would it sound like? I don't know. Okay. Jesus. But I know that's bad. Jesus. So, yeah, getting what you want. So I'm immediately not doing what I said I was going to do. I'm sweating something small, something that hasn't even happened that might not happen. Yeah. You, it's cool. I I mean, I love this about you. When, When you do dream about something, you really, like, put yourself there. You like your heart sinks into that moment and you get wrapped up in it. And it's so like, it's amazing. Um, and it's so inspiring and exciting. And it's like one of my favorite things about you. Um, all the while I'm like spiraling into, into a depression. Well, I do think you do that as a coping mechanism. Yeah. I think it helps you not think about, um, other stuff. Yeah. Just like turning inward and having depressive thoughts. But it is giving me a depressive thought because I'm like, well, if I'm not happy once I'm in this apartment, which the apartment won't really change anything, but maybe it will. But I don't think so because I like this apartment. But are you not happy in this apartment? No, I am. That's what I'm saying. I like our apartment. But you are depressed and that's just not going to change. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where you live. It 100% will not make you happy because as a person with depression, you... Will never be happy. Okay, great. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um. So what you're saying is we should just stay in the cheap apartment because it's not going to change anything anyway. <laughs> and he's right. We solved it, and we're not moving. Okay. <laughs> Case closed. She will never be happy. Doesn't matter where you live, you depressed little bitch. <laughs> You'll never be happy. I don't care how many hardwood floors and bathtubs you have. You're doomed. He's right. You know what? Yeah, we'll save the money. Because what does make me happy is our little vacations. Yeah. And because our rent's so cheap, we get to take more. Yeah. We also want a vacation on, um, what was that show we were on? 
Who Done It? The show we were on wasn't Who Done It. It was Let's Make a Deal. Oh yeah, we won a trip to Iceland on Let's Make a Deal. Yeah, Sid and I we'll sh- we'll we'll definitely like we could post the video in here, um, or maybe just for our Patreon. Yeah, just for the Patreon. If you pay the Patreon, once again, you know you get every detail of my life, and I'll gossip with you. Yeah, we'll show you the the TV link. We are on Let's Make a Deal, and we won a fourteen thousand dollar trip to Iceland. I think that's too much for a vacation. <laughs> I know. Um, it part of me makes me think that we should not go on our vacation yeah let's take it to money because that's too much for a vacation we could go on our own vacation iceland for like two thousand dollars no we definitely need five five iceland's not oh once you're in iceland it's expensive apparently yeah but i i think five would be enough that's such an expensive vacation but okay five thousand yeah we were gonna go on a fourteen thousand dollar one but we're not paying for it now I feel like we when are we take paying. the money we're paying. The logic doesn't add up, folks, but know, it's okay. Sid thinks Venmo is free. If someone Venmos you money, even if they owe it to you, that money can now be used for whatever you want because <laughs> it just doesn't count. That's I sometimes I think cash is like free. Cash is free. If you use cash, it was free. Because, you know, we mostly use a credit card to pay for everything. Yeah. But when I have cash, I'm like, I just got to get rid of this. Cash is free for me because it's just money you don't know about, and I can do whatever I want with it. (laughs) Well, that sounds healthy. (laughs) You told me I'd never be happy. No, I think you're, I think, I, I, here's the thing. Let me, let me go back to that. You have depression. So you will always have a little bit of a cloud over your head, and you'll have to manage that for the rest of your life. Right. <laughs> but, you know, you could still have good days when the clouds are out. You're right. Just because it's cloudy doesn't mean it's a bad day. Yeah. You know, we, we, I still, I, I never am with you and think you're so depressed you can't enjoy life with me. I never think that. So that's kind of my point. That's beautiful. You, you do have good days. You, you know, but I know. That someone with depression, there's just that underlying thing to to every moment. Yeah. You know, every moment I'm sure can be followed by the dread of the absence of whatever made you feel good in that moment. Did I hurt your feelings? No. Okay. Are you kidding me? Of course I'll be depressed for the rest of my life. Yeah. Of course I'll never be happy. And that's fine with me. I but don't I, know what but that I is. I do think you're happy. I think I'm happy enough. I'm content. Actually, I was at work yesterday, and with my coworker is a lot younger than me. He's 23, and he. We were talking about how much we hated being kids, and I was like, I hated school. I hated living with my parents. I just couldn't wait to get out of there. And then, and he was like, Well, how do you feel about it now? And I was like, I have everything I want. I'm, I'm great. Even though I obviously am a sad person, I do have everything I want. So, yeah, that's lucky. And I don't think I want for much. I have a nice husband. I have an apartment. Who's that, that guy? I like. Ha ha. I have a dog. I have fun with my friends. I think the only thing I wish I had more of is energy, honestly. But that's with the depression. It makes me very tired. Yeah. I think you got to go to the doctor, though, for that. I'm going literally tomorrow. 
Really? That's exciting. I've been trying to get Sid to go to the doctor for, I don't know, three years. Yeah. I'm finally doing it. I'm excited. I, I'm so happy you're doing it. You're going to get a blood test. I don't know why, though. I do feel like your dad whenever I have to remind you to go to the doctor. Like we've said before on the pod, I'm not good at life stuff. Yeah. I just don't. I don't. I'm not like, oh, you got to get you. I'm just like, I don't want you to die. Yeah. And I and, you know, like. There I feel that there have been a lot of people, an abnormal amount of people my age that I know that have died in the last two years. Yeah, it's really bizarre. From freak stuff, from not freak stuff, whatever. And I'm just like, if you got health insurance, like, go to the fucking doctor. Yeah. You know? And if you don't, I don't know. Start a GoFundMe, man. Speaking of, I'm I'm making my way downtown to the doctor. Walking fast, faces passing, I'm home, but... Noah, you want to take over? What's going on? What am I doing? Explain. Great intro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have the privilege of opening. Sorry. I had the privilege of opening for Vanessa Carlton at the Roxy last week. Make him downtown. Yeah. Um, and it was it was so cool. Um, it was funny though, because when I showed up to the Roxy. I show up. I'm like, man, I'm just feeling so good. I pull my car into the parking lot. The valet comes. I roll my window down. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm performing. And the guy's like, okay, 20 bucks. And I'm like, no, uh, I'm performing. And he goes, 20 bucks. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't think you heard what I was. I'm performing. And the guy's like, I'm not going to tell you again, sir. That sucks. But that fucking valet guy was being such a dick. Yeah. Like, he wasn't acknowledging what I was saying. He should be like, look, I understand that you're performing, but that's not our policy here. Everyone has to pay who parks Yeah, he didn't have to be rude. But, you know, I don't think the guy really cared. No. No, he didn't. That ended up being an expensive evening between both our parking and my ticket. Jesus. Yeah, but I got paid for the gig. Yeah. But, so... I show up and I get I get put, sent to my green room. Some like super rock, like punk rock, like old la- old chick, like comes by my dressing room, like looks in and like kind of startled me. And I'm like, hey, and she's like, oh hey, sorry, uh, I used to party in here when I was 16. Oh my god, incredible! <laughs> and I was just picturing like, oh my god, what these walls have probably seen at the Roxy. Ew, disgusting. Just you know. Really, some bad stuff, some good times. True rock and roll was 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 done there on those walls. Man, sometimes true rock and roll was done on those walls. <laughs> sometimes I wish I had been me, but in like the sixties and seventies, and just like waited a little longer to get sober and just like partied with rock stars. Yeah, you I know? feel like I feel like you would have been a groupie. Oh, a hundred percent. Are you kidding me? I would have been out of that house so quick on a bus to. La La Land to suck some rock D. You know what I'm saying? Some rock and roll D. And snort some rock and roll cocaine. Who are you? And drink some rock and roll whiskey. Rock and roll said. You know what was interesting? As soon as that lady left, I wrote down my set list. And I'm just sitting there and I'm and there's like an hour and a half till the show. And I'm like, what, what am I going to do? 
And I really missed you. Yeah, you texted me to come hang out. And I texted you. That's kind of nice. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I was like, I, I, I want to be alone. Like, I'm, so, and I texted you and I was like, I remember feeling so grateful that I have, like, this is so cheesy, but just like someone special that, like, will just, like, come to, like, be with me like that, you know? Gag. No, I feel the same way. <gasps> A gag. <laughs> Cut me saying gag. Um, gag. No, I feel grateful too. I'm very grateful. Um, and then you came and you... And then you kicked me out of the room. No, I didn't. No, we hung out for a bit. I got to meet Vanessa Carlton. She's so nice and so cool. You're taking away my story. It's not your story. It happened to me too. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, yeah, so then we were hanging out and Vanessa came and talked to us and yo, Vanessa, you rule. She was just so cool, man. Wasn't she sick? She's the best. She's just so down to earth and grounded and like so relatable and just I find like when you meet a famous person that often they are really hard to talk to and disappointing and disappointing and kind of crazy and a little like loopy and crazy and up there and not everyone, but a lot of the ones I've I've met. It's just I, I don't know about the other stuff, but I mostly find that I, I'm having a hard time talking to them. And it could be just because I don't know them and they're they're like they don't know me. And that's just a hard situation to, to converse from. But with her, it was so natural and easy. Um, well, yeah, she lives in Rhode Island. She's like a normal person. Yeah. You know, it was so cool. So on stage, she talked about how last year when she wasn't on tour because she didn't. This was this is her first tour in five years. Yeah. She talked about you guys should go see her if, if she's in town if in your town. Um, But. She talked about she didn't go on tour because of COVID and whatever. And, you know, her daughter was young and wanted to be with her. And she she got a job as a substitute teacher at her daughter's school. That was really cute when I heard that. Could you imagine? So cool. Could you imagine, like, you're a kid and Vanessa Carlton is your teacher? So cool. Well, the, the kids don't care. I'm I'm more like the moms care. The kids don't give two shits. They don't know a thousand miles. So funny. You don't think so? No. Do you think she played it for them? I hope so. That'd be sick. And I did a set up before her. It was like 20 minutes and a lot of gay guys. It was adorable. And uh, they loved me. And um, it was great. Yeah, he got a DM of some guys wanting to have sex with him. To meet Vanessa Carlton. Which I'm like... (sighs) A, he can't do that. Yeah. I mean, I probably could have. If I, if I brought some guys back and was like, hey, oh, Vanessa, yeah. these are my friends, you know, whatever. We just fucked. <laughs> we just fucked. <laughs> um, um, and now it's time for the lunchbox of truth. Context will be given now. Noah, give me my lunchbox. <laughs> you have to explain I'm to going to. Give people. me the lunchbox. <laughs> Don't rush me. Okay, this audio people, I'm holding my lunchbox. It says Sydney on it. It's and this is your cute. lunchbox from Yeah. I mean, I why would I have a lunchbox from a recent time? It says Sydney. <laughs> it's really cute. I made Noah put really mean comments that people are leaving on our Twitter cuz people are TikTok. being TikTok. I've made Noah put comments that people are leaving on our TikTok that are really mean cuz people have been leaving really mean comments and I'm going to read them. They're not that mean. Oh, I think they're really mean. What's this segment called? 
It's called the lunchbox or of ba- truth. <laughs> Bad lunch? You're like, that's pretty good. Sound off in the comments. That's pretty good. Lunchbox of truth or bad lunch. Okay, it's open. Okay. All right. Let's make a podcast, in quotes. This one I don't understand. Like, yeah, that's what we did. Let's make a podcast. Yeah, we fucking made a podcast. Yeah, why don't you try making something in your entire life? It's hard, and it's vulnerable to put yourself out there. So to respond with, let's make a podcast... Is rude. Yeah, do you know how fucking hard it is to put a podcast out? It's really hard to make a podcast. Like, Noah works his ass off. Yeah. And I am the Here. face. <laughs> I'm the face of this podcast. And that's stressful, too. Okay, next one. Insufferable Gen Z conversation. Joke's on you, we're millennials. Honestly, I love that because that means we look really young. I know, I'm flattered. Thank you. Thank you for thinking we could be 23. How old is Gen Z? I am flattered. Okay, next one. You have a problem. Was this one directed at me? This one is about, um, this one is in reference to us thinking that Ninetales, the Pokemon, is attractive. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, if you don't think a single animated character or animated animal's hot, you have, like, you're hiding part of your sexuality, in my opinion. Like, it's normal. Yeah, it is normal to think a cartoon character is hot. You know who I don't trust? People who don't think cartoon characters are hot. I don't have a problem, okay? You have a problem. And it's called erectile dysfunction, okay? (laughs) Watch The Lion King. Get a boner. Talk to me after. We'll discuss. And that has been... The Lunchbox of Truth. And that concludes The Lunchbox of Truth. Haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. And men on the internet do tend to hate me. So. Yeah. And another thing we should, you know, and, and this is another example of something we shouldn't sweat. No, I don't sweat it. Yeah. I'm like, these people are sad. I just don't think you're leaving internet comments if you're happy. Yeah. And you should think about that. Yeah. Are you happy? Because I'm certainly not. I never watch something on the internet and think I need to leave something negative here to make the creator of this feel bad. Yeah, because that's fucking psychotic. I just don't understand why you would actively want to hurt someone's feelings. So crazy. It's very mean. It's just mean. It's bullying. Why do you want to bully people? I don't get it. I just think trying to be cool by putting other people down is not the way to be cool. I also think trying to be cool is just the least funniest thing in general. Oh, yeah. It's not funny. But I don't think these people are comedians. I think they think that they're like little like personalities. Yeah. Let's make a podcast. It, that's not funny. Um, okay. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. I think it's time for to end this sucker and say, what are we into this week? This week, I am into smoothies. I have been making smoothies for breakfast. And... It's so delicious and so much fun and energizing and I'm just having a really – I never thought I would be a smoothie guy. I always thought like guys like that were lame. I used to work for a smoothie guy. We hate hate the smoothie guy trope. Yeah. Like I'm self-aware to know that that's kind of lame. So I don't really like to, you know, I, I don't drink it at work. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a guy shaking my smoothie at work. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Um, but I, I, I make it and then I, it also saves a lot of time because it take, it doesn't take, takes no time to make it. Yeah. I, I put it down on the counter, I get ready and then I take it and I drink it on the way to work and it, it kind of 
frees my morning up a little bit because I don't have to work in eating into my morning. Yeah. I, I eat while I drive. Yeah. And it tastes good. Oh, and it tastes so good. And I know it's good for me. And I, I use some really good ingredients. My shade, this is what I usually do. Um, I, I go berries. I'm very berry forward. Um, <laughs> you guys know berries are our favorite food. Berries are a huge part of our lives. Yeah. Berries, uh, blueberries, raspberries, um, almond butter or cashew butter. Um, I'll sub in a banana every other day. <clears throat> um, I have a mushroom protein powder that Sid bought. It's really good. Really good. It's also chocolatey, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, and then I usually do a Brazilian nut. Just one. Just one. <laughs> and then almond milk, put it in that Nutribullet, bam, put the cap on. Oh, and I've been putting kale in it too. Um, and it's just really tasty and fun. And I don't know. It's it's so cool that I found it. I know. I'm going to have one tomorrow too. Yeah. It's just so cool that I found it. Um, it was my idea. <laughs> I made it for Noah. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy. That I knew you'd like it. Why did you know I'd like it? Because I just know you like a convenient, healthy treat. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's basically a milkshake. But it's good for me, right? Well, no, yeah, I meant the flavor. Like, you ever go get a a protein shake at, like, one of those places? Those are bad for you, right? I don't know. Or can you get a good one? I'm sure you can get a good one somewhere. Yeah, you know that place by the Starbucks at the Gelson's in Silver Lake? No. Across from the Trader Joe's? No. We've ha- we've hung out there once, talked about cancer or something. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> a fond memory. Yeah. Sid, what are you into this week? I read- doop a doo doo. Oh, I. <laughs> it sounded like a Sid intro. <laughs> yeah, it did. I read two books this week that I really liked: "Mating in Captivity" by Esther Perel and "The Laziness L- or Laziness Does Not Exist" by Dr. Devin Price. Just really good books that. Make you think differently about relationships, about life, about um, the laziness lie in particular, or laziness does not exist. It she keep they keep saying laziness lie in the book, so I I'm laziness what lie particularly laziness doesn't exist was was very just comforting and because I feel very lazy sometimes. I don't know if any sleepyheads feel like this. Um, because my depression does make me very tired and it's hard for me to do things sometimes. Um, and I felt, I just feel like a loser. And this whole book is about how, you know, that's fucking hard. Like it's hard to have something that makes you tired, makes you sad, makes you not want to do anything. And that's not lazy. There's no such thing as lazy. Like lazy was invented by fucking uh enslavers or and like capitalist pigs and i'm commie trash and i don't and i don't believe in laziness anymore you are like a commie trash bag yeah and i love it but a hot one yeah and then mating in captivity i'd always wanted to read by esther perel and she's a famous therapist and we're going to talk about both these books on the patreon all right well Getting kind of tired. I know, me too. I think we gotta go to sleep. Yeah, I think we do too. Good night, sleepyheads. We love you. Good night. Um, subscribe to the Patreon. Write us a review. Follow us. Say nice things on TikTok. 
or don't, and we'll keep talking about them. And oh yeah, that'll be fun too. That'll be fun too. Never mind, say mean things. Yeah, or every anything you want. Mm-hmm. Good night. Good night. It's, it's the bedtime. bedtime. Ha ha. ha.